Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, folks. Michael Zuber, one rental at a time. It is Friday, 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 and I am happy to report I'm excited that our Zoom call share to YouTube live worked yesterday with the three amigos. Thank you, Dion. Thank you, Matt, for coming on. Thank you for letting me work out all the technology issues. But what I wanted to do in this episode here is talk about my five takeaways from that nearly 90 minute session. If you know my story here at One Rental at a Time, I never self-managed. I chose a market that was two and a half hours away. I chose a market I never lived in. I chose a market where the numbers made sense, but I didn't have a team. I didn't have infrastructure. So that was my choice. So when people ask questions about self-management, I don't have the answers because I don't have the experience. But thank you to the Lumberjack Landlord in Dion Talk. They gave us a lot of answers to all of your questions. And I wanted to give you my five takeaways. Again, you can find this live stream in the playlist called Deep Dive. If you want to self-manage, if you've ever thought about it, full of value, all there for you. But here are my five takeaways. Number one, Dion, at the end of the video, dropped what I consider a huge bomb, mic drop, whatever you want to call it. The number one reason you should think about self-managing is, let me write it down for you. Do you like money? Do you like money? He's absolutely right. When I started uh, buying Norris Drive way back in 2002, I paid 10% property management fee, $109, because I think I rented it for $1095, $109, every month. That is real money. Now, as we talk about in yesterday's deep dive, I really didn't have a choice, at least in my opinion, given where my market was, the career I have chosen. But Dion is right. That's $1,200 a month of profit I am giving away. Now, think about this. I think Dion did this in the middle of the deep dive. Let's just say, for example, I was at the end of the day in 2002, I was cash flowing $200. $200. Let's just. Let's pretend that was the number. And if you step back and you look at the property management fee of 100, just for easy math, that property management fee is not really 10%. It's half of my profit. I could have pocketed $300. Instead, I'm pocketing 200. So depending on how you look at it, it's either 50% of 200 or I lost a third of 300, depending half full, half empty, whatever you would like. But Dion is absolutely right. If you are choosing to invest in your backyard or a market where you have infrastructure and you know people, self-management, at least dollars and cents, pushes more more dollars to the bottom line. And Matt talked about his experience in the early 2000s. He didn't have a choice. He didn't have the margin of safety, so he was forced to self-manage. So again, Absolutely correct. You are, as they both talked about, giving up time, right? That is the that is the trade-off. 
which is something I didn't have. Olivia and I didn't have. We didn't have time to trade off. It was either for us property management or don't get started. Not a good option. But again, I think Dion came through. And again, just to put it in context, even today, we're spending over $10,000 a month on property management fees. 10 grand, 10,000 bucks. Now, some of you have said, hey, why don't you create your own thing? Or why don't you create, you could hire a lot of, I could hire two full-time employees, two for that number. Folks, if you go back and watch my videos and my stories, that's not what I want. I don't want employees. I don't want overhead. I don't want the risk. This is my model. This works for us. But I have, I have to sit here and understand it doesn't work for everyone. The lumberjack, he's going to eventually retire. And one of his exits is creating a property management company. I don't want that. That's not my end goal. I have no desire. Property management, my opinion, the hardest job in the world. Property management is harder than making a hundred cold calls to people that don't know you. I've done that and it's easier than being a property manager. So number two takeaway, this one was good. Matt, the lumberjack landlord brought us this one pretty early in the video. He talked about every time he creates a new property or he puts in a new tenant, one of his standards or his processes is setting up a group text with him, his wife, a maintenance man, and every resident over 18 years old. He just calls the group text the property, you know, 123 Main Street, puts all seven, eight people in it, and that is how communication is handled. You have a maintenance crest, group text. You have, uh, you're going to be late on rent, group text. You want to pay rent, group text. Uh, I think establishing a group text per property, per lease is genius. And again, Matt made sure to say 18 years and older. So again, I guess if there's kids there, they don't go on the text. Probably a good idea. So again, group text by property is a way to streamline communications. Dion also brought to us, hey, if you think this is some communication that may end up in court, move it to email, at least in Washington. Again, know your landlord laws. Apparently, in some states or counties, texts are not admissible, but email is. So again, know your local laws. I thought that was very well done. Number three. As a landlord... As somebody who follows one rental at a time, as a course member, you're doing yield calculations and all of these things and building your network. If you're going to self-manage, your job is to establish systems and processes. You are in the people business. You need to set up the standards. You need to, a la number two, have a group text be the communication vehicle. You need to say, hey, Fire, flood, or blood, as Dion talks about, do this, right? Call 911 first, then call me. But have those processes. Communicate, communicate, communicate. Uh, I thought that was great advice. And again, Dion and Matt talked about adopting online applications. Dion talked about he's started adding Hemlane. Uh, it's basically streamlining marketing, communication, and audit trail for him. So again, 
at some point, having a system be that vehicle, that go-between for collection of rent, marketing, repair requests, all of that, very, very valuable and something you should all think about. And they're right. What am I paying for with my, call it 10 grand a month? A, I'm paying for one body at my property manager. I have one person I can call. But also it's the systems and processes that I have zero interest in establishing, monitoring, tweaking, leak, just no interest, no interest. And that works for us, but I understand it won't work for everyone. Number four. You are in the people business. You as a landlord, you may think your job is sticks and bricks or concrete or whatever, you know, lumber, right? A physical asset. No, if you are going to be a property manager, you are in the people business. You just are. Tenants, co uh, contractors, painters. If you're going to do, there's talks about section eight. Just you're in the people business. It's not about the, the structure. It's about the people. People are going to create the frustration. People are going to make your day good or bad. It's the people. It's people, people, people business. And number five, it's, uh, let's do this. It is easiest in your backyard, right? There is, we had a big conversation in the beginning. Uh, I think Dion's within an hour of his house. Matt is in 30 minutes. You have to have the ability to get there, right? For me, two and a half hours away, five hour round trip, not really feasible. Uh, there was talk and celebration. I, I, I wish I remembered her name. I, I think it was Alyssa. I think I could be wrong. If it's Alyssa, congratulations. We heard from Alyssa during the uh, live stream uh, that she successfully self-manages from far away. There was one caveat that I uncovered. She established the systems and processes in town and then moved, right? I hear from a lot of you that want to do out-of-state investing. You say, hey, I'm going to invest in South Bend, Indiana, or Huntsville, Alabama, or Dallas, Texas, but you know no one. It's tough. You've got to get your butt on a plane, get out there, spend time in the market. So again, these were my five takeaways. I would love to hear from you. I have a fun bonus. I want to see if anybody was paying attention. This happened near the end of the interview, probably in the last 20 minutes. What do these three numbers mean? Leave comments below. I would love to hear from you. Nine, five, four. During the live stream, the three amigos chiming in with Millennial Mike for the four Avengers. Uh, we heard about something 954. Let me know what that was. I'm just curious if anybody was paying attention. We, uh, I certainly had a good chuckle uh, at, the, uh, at the expense of these gentlemen talking about 9, 5, and 4. Let me know what you think it was. Leave comments below. Thank you so much. Again, self-management, three amigos, deep dive, went live without a hitch, was awesome. Take a look in the playlist called Deep Dive, and I will see you on the daily financial news in just a few minutes. Bye-bye.